Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. The Breakfast Brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. We're going to take a look at some headlines worth paying attention to by investors this morning. The first one is about oil. Lower your prices or else. Or else. Uh, I that say that very lightly. Warning coming through from US President Joe Biden. He has dubbed it the windfall of war, which he wants to tackle. So pretty much we are focusing on oil companies and how they, or at least according to Joe Biden, are gaining or benefiting from what's happening with the volatile backdrop, the conflicts and the higher oil prices. I mean, honestly, at this point, right, I mean, he's talking about, he's asking people uh, in other countries to lower, as in the ones that are producing oil, to lower the oil prices. But what really can be done? Yeah, that's a good question, right? So in the backdrop, you've got oil prices. Now, they've gone up for quite a bit since the past few years. Uh, They've moderated a bit, but still are quite elevated. So going into these context right now, you have Joe Biden trying to push for more supply into the markets. And this is where he feels these oil companies are not doing enough. And he is threatening the possibility of taxing them more unless they invest in reproduction or invest in production. Uh, so this is where potentially you might get a higher tax on the excess profits or face other restrictions. And of course, it's worth mentioning, we are heading into next week where we will get the US midterm elections. So Mm. there is quite a bit of talking, posturing, and a lot of policy, I guess, making in that sense that is going to be in play. Uh, How serious can it get? I mean, could it deter companies from investing in the United States? Could Could they go down that route? Yeah, so that could be the possibility as well, right? You threaten or someone threatens that they might face a tax of making more money, then they might be disincentivized from making money. So at least that much money. So this is where there is that balancing act they have to figure out. And it's worth noting... The U.S. government and many administrations have tried to put a windfall profit tax many times. In fact, more than a decade they've been trying to do so, but it has not managed to pass the Senate. And of course, going into next week, we get the midterm elections. Mm. Right now, you have the current Senate pretty much divided between the Democrats and Republicans. So unless Joe Biden's party gets a huge gain in the elections, they are likely to see it pretty much still on deadlock. Yeah. So this is where you have a balancing act plus that balancing act in politics in the US. So you have this hanging in the backdrop for many of these oil and gas companies to try to navigate whether they should invest in production or not. Yeah, yeah well, it's high uh, and top issue vote for voters, right? Uh, White House messaging has been focused on how Democrats are working to improve the economy and how the Republicans could make it worse. Uh, talking about that and supply chains, uh, wheat prices jumped nearly, what, 6%? after what Russia withdraws from a vital Ukrainian export deal. What's the backstory? Yeah, talking about things going up, we have commodity prices, especially wheat, corn and oil. They have been pushing up higher. So if you focus on wheat, there's pretty much the focus of where Ukraine and Russia are the biggest exporters. And they have now seen that deal, the Black Sea Grain Initiative, coming apart after Russia withdrew from it complaining that they were attacked by Ukraine. So Mm. that was the so-called excuse, according to Ukraine. 
And right now, they are scrambling. I mean, they, United Nations, Turkey and Ukraine, scrambling to get a deal back on again and try to ship the grain out of Ukraine. So you have this shortage of supply or at least disruption right now that they are trying to resolve. And in reaction, we are seeing prices go up. And for now, that doesn't seem to be any resolution yet so we could see this in focus for the rest of the week all right i must admit i do like this story that is on the front page of the business times singapore set to trial the use of a digital sing dollar for government payouts and vouchers and there's a nice diagram and of course i know ryan you'll explain more it talks about purpose-bound money how it's used for example a use case being uh, government uh, government to person can be in the form of government vouchers mm. yeah let me break it down for you. So you've got purpose-bound money. So this is where essentially you have digital money that has conditions tied to how mm. you can use it, when you can use it. You know, there's going to be expiry dates you can tie to the currency. You have various conditions. For example, maybe only certain businesses like F&B can get it. So you right. can imagine right now, this will play very well into vouchers. Yeah. If you want to target any businesses to stimulate their growth, maybe you can just have these vouchers being given out to the public like you and me to spend it only in some places and mm. only in a length of time. So you can imagine how that could play out in some of these government vouchers yeah. and also to also specify who can use it. And this is where maybe some of the population can be targeted as well. So this is where purpose-bound money, in a way, smart money is just being experimented on right now. And if you go to the FinTech Festival... We will also see some form of it right now because mm. there is an experiment by Grab as well as investment company Tamasic and Tamasic's uh, rather fintech firm Fast Financial. They are testing it in terms of commercial digital vouchers to give out to participants at the Singapore Fintech Festival. So if you have that voucher, you can use it at the festival. So they are rolling it out in many ways and to figure out the various applications, of course, uh, encourage adoption of these vouchers as well. Yeah, and we'll be going on an excursion tomorrow uh, to the Singapore Fintech Festival. You'll probably use it even to pay taxes at yeah, some point. possibly. So yeah. this has many implications or rather applications down the road that you can look forward to. And of course, it will mean a more convenient economy for us. All right. Uh, thanks a lot, Ryan. Ryan returns at 7.35 with the finance update. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.